Do you have a name for this podcast yet? Do you have any ideas for a name? Yeah, how about uh, David's Harp? David's Harp. And let's go. All right, guys. So welcome to the new episode of David's Harp. And uh, I hope this is going to be a fun episode. We're going to have one online uh, with a few of my friends who are from India. So we have a couple of them, maybe three. We have another guy on the call who is basically uh, muted himself. And I'm not really sure if he's going to talk. He, he just wants to be a silent spe- spectator. His name is Dikshit. Um, <laughs> so let's see how this goes. Why don't you introduce yourself, guys? So if David is Goliath, then I am David. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about your short stature. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dikshit is... Uh, no, I was talking about something else, actually. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's open to interpretation. What? <laughs> okay, so this is Dikshit. Uh, Dikshit is from Delhi. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're a creative art director. Uh, I was. Okay, now I'm a design lead. Basically. My God, you got promoted. Uh, I changed the company. <laughs> <laughs> Moved on to a different company. <laughs> okay, and it. So what? What's the difference between a creative art director and a design lead? Like, how how does it differ? Uh, no, I, the roles are very different. As mm-hmm. in, I was into communication design earlier. Right. So in the uh, so basically doing branding and communication. So in that field, basically we have various roles, like especially in the context of communications. The art director's role is primarily to ensure that uh, everything is worthy of publishing. Yeah. Right. So ensuring the technical aspects in terms of quality of delivery. So that's primarily the role. And uh, while here, I've moved on from communications to user experience and service design. So the field is different. I'm more into designing products and services. Interesting. Rather than communication. So, so here, we don't need, we don't have an art director. We have, the posts are different. So here it's something called a design lead who will be basically managing a team. Got it. So is it is it uh, similar to how um, people design like tech products? Or do you design tech products or is like any kind of yeah, product? Yeah, it's primarily, uh, yeah, mostly digital products. We are primarily into three three domains. We do user experience, then we nice. do service design, and we recently started getting into data design. Nice. That's interesting, data design. I think Vivin will have a lot to talk about. That's his cup of tea, I think. So the other person we have on the call is uh, Vivin Varghese and he's also from Delhi. And um, let me just tell, uh, say this before, you know, all these guys know each other and I've, I've known them for a long time. Uh, so, so we might just, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if, if this will even be a podcast which, which will have a track, you know, we might be just talking about some random stuff that has no association with uh, anything. <laughs> we'll be just talking about each other and what we did in the past and our experiences maybe. So let's see. Uh, so Vivian, why don't you just talk about what you do and uh, you know about yourself? Well, uh, I'm I'm working in an IT firm uh, as a propositions and strategy manager. So right now, what my job requires is um, we have uh, a case management, um, you know, solution which is the business domain that I work for. 
so when it comes to propositions we you know across our accounts we try to understand as to what are the gaps and then maybe come up with more uh, sub products of those we work with um, you know business analysts we work with um, product owners and then see as to what change can be done and what how how does it uh, you know uh, pitch well with the accounts so that's the technical aspect of what i do but mostly you know finding out new ways of you know uh, broadening our uh, reach in accounts so that's what i yeah. do. fantastic explanation of what you do <laughs> no idea it was total bounce for me but i appreciate it <laughs> but what do you do like like uh, what i'm trying it's to say layman's terms layman's language yeah <laughs> okay so um basically so you use excel office. excel excel use you use excel right <laughs> Excel sheet. <laughs> I do have to. <laughs> Not. Wow. I I do also use uh, presentations, Word docs, PDFs, Google everything. Chrome. Yeah, Google Chrome, Gmail, yeah. Google Calendar. Everything is in use. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, I think the third person we have on the call uh, is Abbott Stephen. and i think he, interestingly enough he has got abbot p stephen which i have never understood what the p stands for so probably if you can even talk about that abbot so yeah hi david and others it's abbot p stephen p stands for paniker mm-hmm. and that comes as a family name and uh, i work in delhi i work as a sales and marketing uh, uh yeah into sales and marketing So guys thank you so much for coming and uh, you know trying to be part of this experiment that I'm trying to run and uh, so let's I, I just wanted to like basically uh, see if we can have a conversation around what's going on uh, in the world and uh, where does our faith stand and you know it's it's an extraordinary time and uh, here in the US um, everything's like in a lockdown kind of situation or we're going towards it in different states uh there are different situations um and everybody is basically working from home and you guys being from india i think the situation hasn't escalated to how bad it is for other countries but i think india is already started taking the precautions where you guys are starting to work from home and you know it's an extraordinary time how how is the situation there like um, and um, for you guys like with your work and with respect to the church uh, what what's going on so for us uh, we've all been asked to work from home as in you know there's a clear directive from the government of um, from both the state and the central government that you know as far as possible all organizations are supposed to send their to ask their uh, employees to work from home and with respect to you know we have a youth ministry over here so most of our weekends are busy with gathering youth from across the city and you know maybe you know involving them in something or the other so uh, you know so that's there's a restriction on you know public gatherings beyond uh, 50 and um, i think it's uh, furthermore reduced now so uh, you know uh, what we are doing right now is we are trying to do you know something different you know while we used to physically en- engage them you know physically meet and engage them but now we are uh, you know exploring a lot of new things where we are going uh, digital you know and we are figuring out that there are so there is so much more that we can do and it it had to be uh, a pandemic like this to explore you know what what all can we do and it's fun it's every day is a new learning wherein we are exploring different things and you get to spend more time with your family but the only issue is uh, that you know the every day is like a sunday but uh, sunday is where everyone is working True. so 
it's difficult to you know uh, focus your uh, energy into your work yeah. because there's too so much how going is, on how is the church situation like uh, did did the churches uh, cancel or suspend public masses yes as of now there's been a with delhi archdiocese that's been a message that that's the message that has come out from um uh, uh, the archbishop that yes masses are suspended got it and how did how did people take it over there uh, was it like something that they immediately mm-hmm. understood or they were like oh, this is this is not yes. it, you know yes it was difficult so there were there were a lot of my friends who were you know coming up with different uh, ideas maybe you know we can have more number of mass um, you know in in a day and maybe you know restricted to 30 to 40 people for each mass there were different uh, you know uh, maybe ways that people had uh, yeah. you know ideas that were coming in but then at the same time we need to understand that you know uh, wherever our church is leading us it is you know we we need to we need to understand we need to have that faith that we being led you know with this holy spirit and something that you know i was when i was just contemplating on this something that uh you know an experience from saint claire's life wherein um she was bedridden during a christmas mass which she couldn't attend right that's where you know uh, there was this reflection that i read about a spiritual communion um so that's something that you know most of our, most of my friends circle what we are trying to do maybe you know if maybe we're waiting for that day where you know attending a mass would be much more simple and till then maybe living with the spiritual communion that's a joy in itself yeah and saint claire is, is it yeah i, I was saying like saint, saint claire, claire is, of is a, a patron saint of television <laughs> exactly yeah i was i was reflecting on uh, her um, her journey and uh, this particular episode in her life you know um, and during the last podcast actually so um, i mean with respect to working from home and uh, just to deal with the corona effect you know do you think uh, do you think people in india are ready at the moment to deal with the like the, the way it's grown in everywhere else there's an it it grows slowly people don't panic and suddenly it just blows up so do you think india is ready for that or what what do you think is going on like do you do you anticipate it's going to get worse i think uh, uh, i don't know people are taking it very seriously yet all right what do you mean could you could you elaborate on that dikshit as in uh, i don't know if like so everyone feels that maybe they are it won't happen to us no? that's the kind of attitude that everyone seems to be having yeah and then there are some die hard habits which people have no? so right i heard habit actually so <laughs> <laughs> i also heard the same <laughs> <laughs> die hard habits yeah <laughs> yeah die hard habits yeah i got it yeah i mean w- one of the things that uh, i read was like uh, the, once this virus you ba- basically it comes out of your system it's outside for 72 hours it can still uh, affect somebody you know who doesn't know about it so like abit you were saying something i think while dikshit was talking yeah i agree to what dikshit uh, has said that uh, there are people who are careless there are people who don't know the gravity of the situation right now and uh, there are people who think the same thing like they don't think that it can happen to them but they are like oh it is not for us it is maybe for someone who is you know old or you know so there are things which people don't know and there are things which the government is also uncertain about as in the numbers which we have known till now is not i think it is very less as compared to the real number of cases speaking on those lines i feel uh, you know 
it might actually be uh, you know we might actually see a scenario where india it could be in a much worse situation uh, than what we are right now because when we talk about social distancing india is not that kind of a country because we we are so um, you know used to being around each other yeah i mean it's a scary situation and requires i feel we need to intercede uh, not just for india but for the whole world that this kind of um, you know goes away and it was very interesting like yesterday pope francis um invited all of us to do rosary along with him and uh, and so many people from around the world actually stepped up and uh, at the same time we were all um, you know praying to uh, mother mary and doing the rosary and asking for her intercession in this matter in india generally and what are you guys doing individually um and with respect to your ministries uh, to you know keep everyone um in the flock together and you know to pray and to you know intercede and to grow towards god at the moment yeah so like to me as in we had got certain news that you know uh, masses were being stopped you uh, know initially we got news from singapore and then kuwait and other places and uh, and then from our friends you know, back in the us canada we were like uh, but we were not really sure whether it is going to happen here and yeah. last sunday i remember when I, i was at mass and when i received the holy communion it it felt like such a precious Absolutely. moment yeah. it was like something which was like very 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 precious Yeah. and uh, that was a feeling which i never had and soon like three days down the line we we get the news that uh, masses across uh, in delhi uh, all parishes uh, won't happen for this month and uh, and for quite some time we were like some of us were anticipating like something of this might happen and uh, what all could be done so uh, something which uh, jesus youth uh, from the international office they started as they started streaming live mass every day in the afternoon right that's something which started happening uh, we were not really promoting it initially in delhi because we still were having daily mass here so we wanted people to go for mass every day right uh, but uh, once uh, that uh, in, uh, the deri- uh, the direction came in then uh, we started promoting the live mass every day there were other things which we started doing uh, uh, two notable Uh, i think initiatives that come to my mind is uh, one is we started figuring out how to uh, how can our prayer groups our ministries uh, everyone can come together online right yeah so you know we started looking at possibilities of having you know, calls video calls online right. uh, so we just had like every day 9 o'clock so that was again something which the jisu national council had asked if we could pray every day at 9 o'clock and we set up a online conference call like right. a video call where everyone can come together and pray the divine mercy and uh, another interesting thing which happened is we kind of put uh, try to trace all the songs that we have sung in all our programs yeah and uh, we build an entire playlist of songs in on spotify yeah i saw that i'm following that playlist now <laughs> <laughs> absolutely It's, love that playlist Yeah, so we just put that up for as in people to you know, just you know, when when they are away from everything, they are not able to basically you know, come back and you know, be in that fellowship physically yeah. at least. Uh, you know, through those songs, they can you know, relive uh, their memories and their moments. Yeah, and for me personally, I mean, I was listening to a few songs and it helped me 
like do a little bit of praise and worship you know uh, remembering some of those songs and because it's it's a playlist with just praise and worship right and obviously you cannot um, i mean it's of course the memories are associated but at the same time you know just to use that uh, to get into a state of prayer you know that was abs- that was something that i tried with that playlist so thank you for that i think vivin wants to like hop in and just take over <laughs> no on, on on that on that um, you know when you were speaking about spotify uh, reference you know something that i personally felt was when i was listening to those songs i was um, i felt that i was together with so many people i was able to remember those um, you know those times when we would we were practicing those songs we were singing it and we were you know praising god together right, right. those songs and we i was remembering you know we listening to the audio and practicing and all that and um, you know so that somehow helped me to connect with the people who were probably the, you know at home maybe doing the same thing and that also was a rejuvenating experience for me you know that right yes we are in a tough phase but we are together maybe you know through technology and you know uh, most of the times when we talk about technology we're talking about the negative influence it has on people but surprisingly these past few weeks we've seen the positive uh, you know side of technology and how it's bringing us closer in this difficult time so sure. that was my experience with that yeah. uh, maybe uh, just to ask you guys a very interesting question that i um, and maybe we'll see how this this goes i have a few friends who are not believers and uh, and also they're not even agnostic they're sort of like atheist um, as you may want to say and uh, there was an article that one of them posted was like uh, when these things happen god is the first one to flee you know and i read that and i was like I saw that somewhere on facebook yeah i mean that it was posted on facebook i think it's somebody who's a common friend of ours probably uh what do you guys feel about that like do you think this is the case do you think that's do you think we god is abandoning us or he's i mean personally what what do you feel you know and with these particular times and this particular context in which this this has come up you know so like last tuesday like we had a prayer meeting in the church so i hope we'll be able to meet next tuesday also <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> so. Uh, last yeah so last tuesday so there was this uh, one of the Uh, one of our members so she was just suddenly out of the blue she came up with this thing that i started doub- doubting whether there is god you know when i look at all that is happening right and um, and she was like okay you know how can god allow all this to happen is there god and this all that and uh, and as the conversation moved forward uh, what we realize is that a lot of people are kind of scared of suffering Mm. yeah uh, we are not able to really kind of connect god with suffering again like in True. terms of like when when people suffer it's like you know how can god allow all this and if god is there then why all this and all that and right and i think we miss the point because we are not able to understand that you know, through this how god is maybe giving us an opportunity to truly be more compassionate to be able to be more considerate to be able to understand the pain and sorrow and the sufferings of others yeah. Uh, yeah it's like an amazing opportunity when it is so close to us you know we are able to see the fear that people have yeah. and how we can bring uh, bring hope into their lives how we can bring joy into their lives by helping everyone to understand what is what does it truly mean to live yeah, yeah and, and also to help everyone look at our our eternal 
perspective no? so uh, I, like even even among like catholics uh, I, I i sometimes like you know with these situations i sometimes wonder like uh, the kind of things what people are writing on social media <laughs> yeah uh, it, it, suddenly it's like the faith is so shallow yeah, yeah. and and, uh, and it shows that there is something really really lacking and that is an encounter of the risen lord mm. that jesus is living and he's in our midst and uh, i think it's so important to help everyone to to meet our lord and to see him and right. and also to have that courage to follow him when jesus says take up your cross and follow me right and it's like if the if the lord wills that uh, i am stricken or i have uh, i take up a like i have to go through a time of sickness why should i be scared why should yeah. i be why should i fear death and we sing the song by matt mayer it's from scripture of course that uh, oh death no where is your victory yeah Uh, but the thing is uh, it is in these testing times that our uh, our faith needs to shine true yeah and if everything was beautiful then what's the use of faith and, yeah i mean yeah yeah I, i mean i i agree with you i mean what i was thinking was uh, something that i was thinking was uh, we are in lent actually at the moment and uh, it's the it's the time that always reminds us at least of the suffering of you know jesus christ the son of god and it's such a beauty that uh, you know we know that god uh, sent a son became man and he suffered he died eventually on the cross at one of the most tragic deaths that anyone can get like on the cross uh, shamed right and and it was and he suffered right and when you associate what has happened um, to jesus and you try to connect and understand that you know he has suffered god is not somebody who has not suffered and i was just thinking about the guy who was who posted saying oh god has fled you know god doesn't want suffering he he's gone away from the situation it's not the case i mean he has suffered he that was his biggest uh, thing that he did for us for human beings you know for us and reconciling us with god uh, the father so it's 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 something that many people don't understand and maybe some of us who are able to like have had that encounter or have are have are working towards our journey to heaven you know um, destination christ as delhi jesus youth would say it right so uh, i think in that in that journey you know we are talking about um obsessively trying to suffer right and there are so many people who have obsessively tried to suffer in the church just to be more closer to jesus and to understand his suffering you know you know that just reminded me of that fact when the early apostles right after you know when they were being persecuted so uh, just few days back i was reading it in acts of the apostles and they were you know right after they were uh, persecuted for the first time they came out and they rejoiced and they okay. were so glad that they had the privilege to be persecuted for the risen lord you know so that was a testimony in itself you know and when i was reading that i was just wondering you know because of you know whatever is happening why maybe you know that reference what you said um, as god is the first one to flee in circumstances like these is because i've i've also had a lot of friends who said that now you cannot go for mass you know so where is god when all of this was happening you know uh, that suffering that i'm going through maybe not being able to you know uh, receive my lord in the eucharist um, 
maybe that's something that I can offer for people like this who yet to encounter a risen Lord. Mm-hmm. I mean, we rejoice in you know having that privilege to be persecuted for for Him. So, you know, that's the joy that I think uh, we should also start um, you know living. Yeah, and and start pursuing that joy, right? Yeah, sounds good. I I hope Abbott hasn't slept. I know it's late in India. And I really appreciate your giving the time, Abbott. <laughs> oh, I completely agree with you know what. Uh, there are people who are <clears throat> who are not uh, experienced, as Dikshit said. That there are people who have not experienced Christ. And uh, when you experience Christ, you understand that it is not always you know the uh, you know, the fun, you know the activity or uh the life is not always you know always on the higher side it's always the there is always you know uh, sufferings is part of life and when the sufferings happen that's when you know christ more closer and he's more closer to you so unless the experience happen there would be you know always this people who won't understand uh, you know why god is not close to them uh, if they open themselves up they would be able to see it or you know realize that god is more closer to them now than ever right. because you are being part of that suffering with him right. uh, yeah so that's it uh, you know it it just requires a certain you know uh, in you know it's like taking one step towards god and then once you take it uh, it's uh, god takes that next 100 yes so we're waiting for i in in that sense you're kind of talking about like we'll see a miracle like exactly that's exactly. what we are hoping for right yes. so i mean i know we're very close to the end i mean we don't have a lot of time on on zoom do you have any concerns um, about the way things are going to shape up after this you know maybe talk about concern and then what we can do to you know help uh, each other in this time i would so, say uh, the concern is aftermath of course what will happen and how it will happen and uh, you never know what it would end up and where it would end up but then i suggest or i think is that uh, those people who really can help others to have that hope you know the faith in god that things will work out and he has a bigger plan and he has a greater plan for each and every one of us and that will you know help each and everyone to build each other to grow up you know to go, become what really god wanted you know as in uh, what i feel is like uh, for people who are like who are so called like well to do and you know, who have kind of guaranteed so called work you know to do we talk about work from home as a huge thing these mm. days but there are a lot of people who are like you know like like you not know, daily wage laborers and people who are you know like on paycheck the street paycheck, yeah yeah so there are people who suddenly right now is a time when there is no guarantee in terms of whether they they will be able to earn something the next day whether it will be there will be a, a job for the next day uh, so my heart basically goes out to them in terms of i don't know as in in terms of how, how can we address this in terms of you know, the people out there who are you know, like especially in this time of social distancing and all that like a lot of small small jobs a lot of things are where you know, which people really need they're not getting it and uh, they are the real ones who will be suffering yeah uh, as in the ones who have like enough for all of us as in as in we work from home we know okay the end of the month okay things will be taken care of but what about them yeah. i think uh, that's what and I, and i agree i i have similar thoughts you know i mean i think the aftermath of this lots of people who have lost their jobs many of them will may be able to go back to the jobs and there would be many who won't have 
and you know i mean we need to maybe also start thinking about like what we'll do for them you know set up uh, food banks or you know um, you know um, provide some money or something whatever we can for these people you know who are less privileged especially in a country like india where the poverty line is already low and the economy and the distance distance between the rich and the poor is increasing day by day and this you know that's a very valid concern you know yeah all right guys uh, i just want to say i really appreciate you giving me the time today i know we are limited by time today and there is so much we can talk about and there is so much we wanted to go in detail uh, but then we we kind of stuck to uh, like just uh, sticking to 20 minutes 30 minutes today but i really appreciate it um, just a quick plug uh, jesus you delhi uh, that's the playlist that you need to go and check out uh, on spotify and it's got a lot of uh, beautiful songs and uh, lots of references um, for uh, Uh, songs that you would love uh, to listen to and appreciate again um, all of you uh, and you awesome people for all the beautiful things that you're doing in the world and it's inspiring i must say everything that you guys do individually and for the people you know it's it's really inspiring it's made difference in my life obviously and i just wanted to say that thank you thank you so much and have a good day hey vaise mein i i really think that that is uh, on the hygiene side we will be on a positive <laughs> because we have already so much of endurance and <laughs> no i i actually disagree with you abey matlab virus hi alag hai re matlab this is not something tere ko kabhi mila nahi hai matlab tere ko immunity kaise milega usse i'm not comparing with the virus right now i'm talking about